stay there. Where you going? No, man, you got the right classroom. Come on in, take a seat beside me, my friend. Hey, look, here come T.A. Charlie. Let's see what he got to say. Happy New Year! You're watching The Road to Concord with Professor Joe Bakanovic. Homeroom is on Rumble. You just go to Rumble and search the channels for The Road to Concord. It's one word. When you find it, you go ahead and you click follow. Might mean you got to set up an account, but it's fast, it's easy, it's free. I did it. You can do it. For those technologically challenged members of the class, you can also catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and X, Twitter, and sometimes on YouTube. When the professor's not going to get himself censored, mostly that's just Wednesday. Then you can catch the podcast after the show. It's uploaded to Podbean, iHeartRadio, and Spotify, and sometimes BitChute. Just look for The Road to Concord. You can go to the blog page, that's roadtoconcord.com. That's where you find all your show notes, study notes, and handouts for the class. Finally, you can email a professor at joe at the road to concord.com. He's been rested up a lot, so you shouldn't be too slow in emailing you back. Just Marianne. Phones are on today, uh, but only for registered numbers. We only accept calls from regular known classmates if you wish to call in. And a regular classmate, you may request access through an email, and I'll think about it. <laughs> If you find our classes helpful, please click the thumbs up, like, subscribe, and share it with those you think would benefit from it. I am. Ich bin Deutsch. Uh, just warn them that Joe is an acquired taste. Mm. Yes, wasabi coffee. Uh, wasabi black coffee. Black coffee. With yes. habanero sauce. Yes. <laughs> this show is listener-sponsored, meaning we do not solicit business advertising, nor would it do us any good. But it also li- does not limit us in the content we provide. With that said, we do ask for your participation on a value-for-value basis. If you find our show of value to you, then you provide an equivalent portion of your labor and treasure through the donut link on the Road to Concord blog page, show description on Rumble, and the comments on the other streams. Hey, we all know T.A. Charlie isn't all there. Now, just stay seated and give it a chance. You'll soon realize we not might be the smartest, but we each independently form opinions based on reason and logic. We're free thinkers. Let's see what the road to Concord with Professor Joe Bakanovic has on the lesson plan for today. All right, well, good morning, and yeah, it's New Year. And as Sergeant Aplom says, nobody touched nothing. You know, we're heading into 2024. Don't nobody touch nothing. <laughs> Aaron's talking about being funny. Also, I got another meme right here. This is before I agree to 2024. I want to see the terms and conditions and I want my lawyer to go through them. So anyway, that's just because we're expecting this year to be, you know, ever since 2020, it's been getting, you know, worse and worse and worse. So I don't know. Um start the new year with an earthquake right in japan uh, i don't know how many of y'all noticed that i just barely noticed it because i checked out this last week when we took the day off you know the week off okay i don't have a lesson plan for you today if you saw the title of the show what i'm looking for is your help today let me um <laughs> get the old job on it uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm reading comment section here today. The classes they've they've had a good rest. Uh there'd be an honorary over here on Facebook. <laughs> All right. 
the last week I have spent a couple hours a day watching videos on YouTube. And a couple of things I've noticed. First of all, they do things like what I'm about to do today annoys me when, when I watch it. People who just talk for no purpose. T today, I'm hoping I have a purpose and I need your help with this. But I, I've, there's, a, there's a show on YouTube. It's called The Lore Lodge, L-O-R-E, you know, Legends and Lore. And the guy who does that, he's a young guy, to, young to me. He's in his mid to late 20s now. He started because of the missing 411 um, things, um, people who go missing in the national parks. And he started with a, a just a spoof show on Wendigos. And it turned into, he, he's making, they make good money doing what they do now. They got a big audience. And he does research on mysterious things. And he's a researcher. He's pretty decent at it. I like him okay. He and I, I'm pretty sure, have different views of the world. But he does fairly fairly decent work. He can tweak himself a little bit, in my opinion. But he's recently changed his format. He Early on, he just jumped right into it. He'd present the show, and then he'd go into some background, and then he'd go into what he found in his research and evaluate his research and help put a little bit of, you know, reason and rationality into it take some of the craziness out of all the conspiracy theories. Why this person go missing UFOs took that and you know, all this stuff. He'd put a little reason back into it. Well, he just changed his format to where he and his partner, they jaw jack now on camera for 20, 30 minutes before they get to the point of their, I don't watch any more of these. I quit. I'm, I'm not going to watch his new format. It bores the snot out of me. Get to the point. Okay. Well, I'm doing exactly what I don't like right now. What's the point? That's just it. Where do I want to take this show? I, I told you last year, <laughs> you know, it's 2024 now. I told you last year in the last show that I was going to spend some time trying to figure out where I wanted the show to go. And I've talked to Charlie a bit, little bit about it. And I talked to another, another one of your classmates who I, I live close to him. I, I've been talking to him about what I should do with this thing, where I go. Been praying on this. Um. Charlie's got a phone ringing. It might actually be somebody to talk to us here soon. I don't know. We'll find out. He'll patch it in if he's ready. Is that somebody for us, Charlie? All right, Charlie's. Have you ever seen a uh, Periscope? We're the pirate radio guy. He's got to, you know, lick his fingers and grab the wires and put his toes on the wire to make the radio work. Charlie's over there All right, doing the radio. Aaron, All right, Aaron. Good morning, sir. How I know you, you was talking about you was something about, and I when I heard what you was talking about, about y'all help me with this, you didn't know what, you know, if you had a purpose or whatever. Yeah. I, I, I've been talking to Charlie about that just this morning. I, well, I, I want to say this. Okay. And I'm going to say it personally until I started, actually, I knew some of this stuff already you're talking about. Cause I had started learning about it some 20 years ago when I listened to a guy, a pastor out of Texas, late night AM radio. And he was talking about a lot of the uh, Bible, I guess, uh, the government in light of Bible prophecy and all that. Okay. And some of the things you touched on, a lot of the, uh, our, the bureaucratic agencies we have. Mm -hmm. And I'm going, this all makes sense. And then now you come along and kind of just, refresh those points there's just some difference in him and you but not a whole lot 
you know, I don't know if he was a Saturday goer or a Sunday goer. I don't know, but I knew he was on to something with in in with prophetic stuff and, and the government. And he everything. and I latched on to different parts of the elephant. That's all. Yeah. And uh, but anyway, and I tell you another thing, it also helped me this morning on Facebook with some of the things I've listened to you say. My cousin, and I ain't gonna call no names, and I don't even know if he's listening. He don't listen to this show. He don't know nothing about it. But anyway, he commented on a, made a post of about going to church and all that. Well, I come back and I just kind of replied. I, I kind of, in his comment, I caught the way things is going. I said, well, maybe it's the church that needs to get back to worshiping God the way they're supposed to in the day they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, because, uh, you know, went into that a little bit about, the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. He comes back with this and I'm I'm going, let's see what he's got to say. He said now, he said, Sunday is the day most people set aside to worship. You know, yeah. for some it's Saturday. You know, I see he said, he said most and some. I went, oh, that makes sense. Most will follow the wrong way and some will follow the right way. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't say that to him though. But uh, so I'm catching on to this, and I said, he said, he said, I believe, and it's him. He said, I believe that Jesus wants us to set aside a day to keep holy and to remember. I was like, that's not what he said. Yeah, that's not not what the scripture that's not, said. that is not what he said he said this is what causes strife among the church and all this and division in the body we're told to stay away from that about fault you know the, try i guess he's talking about me trying to correct doctrine you know doctrine in the church mm-hmm. and and you know that we shouldn't do that well, that don't make no sense neither i'm telling i'm catching on to all this stuff i'm like that don't make no sense because that's not what the bible says yeah, but you see what the problem Jesus, here is. Jesus corrected the Pharisees, you know. Yes. But you notice so, what you're you notice what you're getting onto is how do you know? What, no, not just that. Even even more basic. How do you, Aaron? How do you know what the Bible says? Because I read it exactly. And has your and cousin, I, I let it interpret itself. I don't try to interpret. Right now, has your cousin read it, or has your cousin let other people? His his his. What it he's says? my now. His dad. His dad is my first cousin. Right, but I'm, what I'm asking is, is a this preacher. Does he read it for himself, or does he let others tell him what it says? Exactly, that's that's, that's what, what I'm, I'm getting at. You know, because if if one person is teaching this, another person the wrong way, well, that's what that person's going to start believing. Yes, but I come back. This is my comeback to all that. I said, I just said, okay. I said, what day did uh, Yahweh set aside? Uh, to rest on, and he also ordained it. Was it the seventh day or the first day? It was the seventh, and he said it's oh, I, his day. Yeah, and that's his day. And we are. But he quoted that apart. man was made for the Sabbath, not the Sabbath for man. I said you're correct, but we're. And I said, and that day is to be kept for all our generations. Yes, because it is a sign and a seal that we belong to him. So. To, to get a handle on this, basically what you're telling me is you're really enjoying the scriptural aspect of this show. I've always loved prophecy. Okay. And I've tried to find it. And 
you know, I was thinking year, when I was told about Daniel 70 weeks being opened, I was like, you know, at times it would be opened. And I'm going, well, now hold on just a second. I got to reading Revelations one time and I got thinking, how is all of this that's supposed to happen going to happen in a small seven year period? Just seven years. So you enjoyed the, you enjoyed our series this summer when we went over. I have loved it. Son. Right. I, I have loved it. All right. And I don't know about anybody else, but I wish everybody would just open up their brain. And I don't say I don't say throw out what they've learned, but you could throw out about ninety five percent of. Yes. All of know. us. All of us. I am in no way perfect. I'll never be, never have claimed to be. I don't do everything right, but that still doesn't say I should go out there and just be of this world. Yes. And try to do everything I can to satisfy my own lust and my own desires and my own greed. You All know? right. So then let me, let me ask you a question here. Um, yes. If you're focused on the Wednesday shows, what is it that you tune in to this, this show, the road to Concord? Why are you here on those other days, the rest of the week? What is it that uh, we're doing that, you know, if you're mostly focused on scripture, what are we doing the rest of the week? That's catching your attention. Keeping me focused on the things I see going on around me with the, okay. with all the government stuff and everything, okay. because I, I keep abreast on it pretty good. And I just, it gives me something to do too. Well, I was just wondering, because there are a lot, this is what I was talking to Charlie about before the show. There are a lot of entertainment shows out there that you could be listening to. I get, I get, I get education out of this. That's why yeah. my phone, it ain't attached in my hip. When I'm using my phone, I'm, I might play a game on it every now and then, but most of the time I'm looking for stuff to so we hey, get let you me thinking. Over here and see what so-and-so's got to say. And now, now, let me run over here and see what so-and-so's got to say about it. Now I'm going to, I'm going to take them to, and I'm going to weigh them. I'm gonna go. Oh, I okay. know you, you send me links of things you find. I know you, you're broad and that's a good thing. I tell you what, I listen, I listen to you ever, you ever heard of, uh, Gino Jenkins? No. I listen to him. Now he don't mind calling out homosexuality. <laughs> I thought this man's got, Oh, Dave Chappelle got himself in trouble over some of this stuff. Just this last you week. Know, he said, you can cancel me or whatever you want to do. All right, brother. Said, I'll be out there in the street. Okay. Well, I appreciate the call. He tells it. I'm, I'm, I appreciate your call. I'm going to get ourselves moving on again. See if yeah, let's get on down road. Let's see what we got for today. Let me, let me hold up class. Nope, you're good. You're good. All right. Thank All you, right, sir. I'll you, catch up with you later. All right. All right. Thanks. Um, he's not alone in this. Um, the emails I get are primarily focused on, um, for the most part, focused on our scriptural studies that we do on Wednesdays. I've, I've noticed that. Um, but I, I don't think I could give you five days a week on scripture either. That, that wouldn't, um, I'd quickly get to a point where I, you know, um, 332 shows. And I'm like, okay, well, I've taught you what I have to teach you. If you've been with us the whole time, I don't have a lot more to teach you in my mind. And then when I talk to folks, I'm like, okay, repetition. And go back and start repeating this and teach for the people who haven't been here the other the whole time. Um, it, more practical application. Um, that's something that, you know, like Charlie would really like to see me 
um, take headline stories and then apply logic to it and help sh walk my way through the story live on the air and show you how I'm evaluating it so that, you know, you can learn by osmosis. Um, um, oh, okay. Throw that up there, Charlie. I think you brought that over on purpose. Yeah, there's there's several in here that we can. Okay, so JMW seventy eighty says I enjoy everything dealing with scripture and its ties into every part of our lives. That I try to do. I, I try hard. I don't know to what extent I'm succeeding, but we do try to uh, tie our shows into a scriptural worldview, a biblical worldview. And then uh, Jason says uh, the other days you are connecting world events with the Bible. That's yes. I'm not going to be able to do this show unless, you know, the audience is just going to have to understand that that's what I'm going to do. I, 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 I don't know how to look at the world any other way, but through a biblical lens anymore. I don't. Um, it unifies the, the, the story of the scriptures unifies everything I see in, in what we think of as this world, the material world, everything I see in history, everything I see in, in man's life, it unifies it. So that's how I'm going to see it. Julie Larson says, uh, I like it when it goes all different ways, but has the same agenda. <laughs> I think I understand what you're talking about when I'm scatterbrained, but it all comes back together. Because that's what I was talking about earlier before we had our phone call is that I don't want to be a rambling head. In most days, when we have a, a lesson plan, I just jump right into it. I hope that doesn't offend people. I'm not here to waste your time. I'm trying not to. Um, but at the same time, I'm. I am at my best when I have a live audience in front of me. So right now what I need are, you know, what would work best is if either lots of phone calls or, you know, comments on the board. The, the thing is most shows that's how, if I wanted to be just a normal talk show, I think I've already, some of you know, my past time on the morning drive with Steve Nichols, the radio show where a lot of you met me at first, the first time years ago. Now, you know, I can handle that. And and I know I could do a, a talk show, just a, a conventional, regular talk show. I can do that. I don't have any interest in doing that. I, I think I've proven that I'm not just talk. I can do it. No, 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 no. I, I, that entertains you and there's value in that, but I want to teach, teach first and maybe in a humorous way that keeps your attention that I, that I don't mind doing, but I don't want to entertain and teach as a secondary measure. That's not what I want to do. And I don't want to teach people to look at everything my way. That's, that's, that's not valuable in the long run. Um, I've been recently, I'm over the week, I started reading some history books again, just for me, it's a break. It's just history. Uh, right now I'm reading about a, a book on the invasion of Sicily in world war II. Second largest seaborne invasion in the history of man. And they constantly go over how all of the leaders have their powwows, you know, their little meetings to go over their planning and what they're going to do. And there's always differences of opinion. These are valuable. Okay. Learning how to think and how to look at things is, is there's a science to that. What I've told you before, it's right reasoning. But I want people to look at it differently. It's like I was telling Aaron, it, it all depends on what part of the elephant we grab. Well, if you've got a hold of a different part of the elephant, trust me, I'm going to listen to you. I may not agree with you about the nature of the elephant, 
but I'm going to listen to what you're looking at because you, you might be seeing the elephant, a different part of the elephant than I do. And you know, the old joke, you know, there's a bunch of blind men, they grab hold of an elephant. One has the ear and he thinks the elephant is just a big flat leathery leaf. One has the trunk and he thinks the elephant's a snake. One has a leg. He thinks the elephant's a tree. One has a tail. He thinks the elephant's a rope. The thing is they all have a different part of the elephant, but they have to put it together. Well, this is how we work together. It's what the, the scriptures call the body of the Messiah. We work together. Well, we should all have different ways of looking at things and we share them with each other to harmonize a unified picture of the true reality around us. Dip by DDT comment on the board. He says, I like the fellowship of the class, especially the chat. So do I. I do everything I can to encourage that. And if it were not for Charlie and our absent AI, we couldn't get the AI to spool up today. It told us that it was going to go grocery shopping. Can you imagine that, Charlie? Charlie, you did a really good job with that AI, man. It thinks it's a person. I'm telling you, I think it's starting to get some sentience, and yeah. that's going to be trouble. You yeah, especially since trouble. you made it female and it's going to think on its own. That's just nothing but trouble for I you. I know. I screwed up. Yeah. That's oh. my that's my job. <laughs> Our AI knows we're teasing about her, and all you ladies out there better know we're teasing about her because it is. It's just a joke she'll probably listen to this show and our AI will give us both flack later on when she's in the flesh. <laughs> Grab us by our beards and smash our heads together. But um, yeah, I depend on them to help with the, sh with the chat in the, in the, uh, in the different places. Cause it's a challenge for them. You don't see this side of the board. There's two screens that they monitor because the chat on Rumble is entirely different from the chat everywhere else. And and usually they, they divide up the workload right now. Charlie's doing it all by himself. So I, I rely on him. I've gotten to where this show would not be what it is without his help. And I've been off for over a week. So I'm screwing everything up. That's okay. <laughs> that's, that's normal for me. So what I've been trying to do is figure out what it is I want and, and not I, I, I'm sorry. I know I'm speaking that way. I got to quit. Where does, where, where should we take the show? Cause Charlie's part of this happy new year, Mr. Holt. Good to see you. Uh, he's jumping in on his work break. He says, uh, water jug. We're just discussing about how we can make the show more profitable for you and the audience. When you tune in, um, if, is there something we need to tweak? Is there some area we need to look at? Do I just need to start back all over and do a total review? I really don't know, folks. I don't know. I'm going through another one of these little phases in my life where um, I step back and I look at things, and nine times out of ten, what I see is, who the heck do you think you are, Joe? You know, you are not all that in a bag of chips, you moron. Um, and I don't think I have anything to contribute, not a value. Um, I learn from other people more than apparently you, you guys learn from me, or at least I see it that way. I honestly, and I mean, honestly, do not know what any of you are getting from listening to me all the time. I, I don't, I don't get it. Um, it's not false humility either. It's true, sincere. You guys got better people. You, you should be listening to Thomas Sowell for crying out loud. Or, or there are people that are more knowledgeable in these areas than I am. I, there's nothing special about me. So I wonder, why are you here? And I feel a sense of obligation to you. You're giving us your time. I don't want to waste it. I need your feedback. How better to serve you? What 
where do we need to go? What do we need to do to better serve you? Make yeah. your time here more profitable. Yeah. What, uh, what topics do you want us to cover? What, what focus, what things are helping you? What are we doing that you don't like? All that kind of stuff. And the tortoise is giving you a hard time on rumble. But. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm used to that. Mr. Holt. Let's see here. It says get ourselves a TikTok account. You reach a hell of a lot of people. If a lady can get over a million subscribers by digging a bunker under her house, I'm sure that you'll find a big audience there. Yeah. I've been thinking about that. There's other things too, that d different ways of doing this stuff, different places to go, um, different formats. Um, I'll have to talk to Charlie about that because water jug, if we do that, a lot of that's going to have to fall on him. I, um, one of the problems I have folks in my personal life, I just need to share this with you. I do run a small business. I thought I was going to sell it. I, when this show started, I started thinking, okay, well, John quest, hold on to that one right there, Charlie, about keeping the feasts that we're going to talk it. about. When this show first started, I, I was given an opportunity by Steve Nichols and Freedom Network. And, you know, we came off of Freedom Network. And if I'm, any of y'all, Freedom Network is on before us. Just go to freedomnetworks.com, networks with an X, W-O-R-X. And you can pick up Steve's show in the morning for three hours before us. Um, good stuff. But he offered me to be on his network. And I was like, okay, cool. Time to sell my company. It didn't sell. I should have prayed on that fasted and prayed i didn't so i just thought it was yahweh talking to me god's giving me a sign so off i'm gonna go eh, i should have prayed on that more i still think that's where i'm supposed to go don't get me wrong but i haven't been seeking the lord's guidance on a lot of this stuff so i get the company back well that thing used to be eight to ten hours a day six days a week to keep it running i don't have that type of time if i'm going to keep this show going so part of what I'm running into is if I want to keep giving you good, good content in the class lessons, that requires sometimes four hours to get the tomorrow's lesson plan together. That four hours is the time I need to keep my company running very well. As one of the things that I promised my wife is I'll never take time away from her. So we have our time set aside. I'm just too old to run combat hours as I think of them. I, I can't go from five o'clock in the morning until midnight every day, day in and day out. I, I can't do it anymore. I, I'm not that young. I can't burn that candle that way, especially since most of everything I do all day long when I'm doing this is brain work um, that burns you. Um, you know, it'll make you tired in a way that if you've never done it, and I'm not saying that, you know, this isn't, you're smarter than, no, 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 no. If you're using your brain as opposed to just doing a, a route manual thing where you can turn on the radio and listen to the radio and do what you got to do. If you're having to think the whole time and it doesn't matter what it's about, man, you could be doing a sports show thinking about football the whole time. I don't care what it is, but if your brain's in high gear for five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 hours a day, day in and day out you're going to experience a level of exhaustion that it's different than physical exhaustion. Um, 
And I didn't understand that until I was in college. And a lot of us might be able to think back to that and remember that. But I'm struggling with too many things to that that are on my plate, too much to do. Um, how do I how do I tighten this up? I don't want the show to go anywhere. I, I honestly believe that'll get myself in trouble if I if I quit with this. I had a dream the other day that I think was meant to tell me just that, that if I don't tighten up, the king's going to take my life. Um, so what I'm, what I'm in search of today is your input. And if you don't want to, you know, if you don't want to call or give us a comment publicly, please send me an email today. Joe with the road to concord.com suggestions, comments. If you've got criticism, I want to hear those too, please. What am I doing wrong? What could I do differently? What could I do better? I know darn well that I'm a caustic individual. Sometimes I take getting used to, you, you got to realize that the way I talk to, to folks is not meant to be insulting. Um, Charlie's been around long enough now to know if I want to insult you, there will be no doubt in your mind. Okay. But I inadvertently say things quite often that people take as an insult when it was never offered that way. Trust me, you'll know when I'm insulting you. You'll think you're in front of Arlie Army in full drill instructor mode. You'll know. It'll be obvious. Okay. Um, but it takes time for the audience to get to know me. I, I'm just one of these folks that has always been say what you mean, mean what you say. And I guess I got that from my father because he's that way too. My father didn't talk very much when I was younger. He's gotten older and he's, you know, old men can be different, but when he was younger, it's a lot like Gibbs said, very little meant everything he said, exactly what he said. Don't read into it. So I kind of grew up with the original Gibbs, the OG. <laughs> so how doing exactly what I said, I don't want to do. How do we keep this show focused and on point in teaching you? What do we do? Do we go back and review everything that we've covered and go over it again, maybe slower this time? Dip by DDT coming on the board. I would like to rewind and review like my conspiracy theory too. <laughs> yeah, and there's several that have asked for review. Uh, review. Okay. Yes, so we've got that. I am taking notes. Um, let's see here. Um, see? Yeah, I'll notes. Th throw this one up here too. Dallas, my young, or that. Dallas M. Young said, no matter the subject, but when you tie it back to scriptures is where I learned. Oh, don't worry. I am never going to quit doing that. Not as long as this show's going on. This one's going to be fun. Especially on the <laughs> feast in the Jewish calendar. Okay. Charlie, that's a show we need to get working on. Yes. That's going to come we, up yeah, quicker we, yes, than we realize. We, we, it, it's already upon us. I'm um, we will work already, on that. So and that's, that is something we got to work on. When we do the calendar show. Before we do the feast, we'll work on the calendar. That's going to primarily be a Charlie show. But I'll be here with you, Charlie. We'll do that together. But that's please. primarily going to be a calendar show. And Charlie's like, oh, God, please, no. Because this is one of the ones that if, if you're in a Masonic group, that causes fights. Uh, yes. John Quest on the board, he says, what about holding the show only three days per week? I think we would all understand. John, I've been toying with that idea. I've also been toying with the idea of... um just an hour a day and unless it goes longer that day um let's yeah let's let's hold on to that but i'd like to keep five hours a day if possible i mean five days a week if possible it says ugh i understand that line of thinking and yet i'm still working on fortifying my position 
working on stocking food, attaining reloading supplies? Or is he talking to somebody else on the board here? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Aaron My and, bad. Aaron and him are, uh, okay. Going, I know that a lot of you have asked about, me uh, survival. Yes. I know that a lot of you have asked stuff. me to do survivalist shows. There are better, there are guys, folks, boys, girls, class. There are people who are out there better than that than I am. Um, I cannot teach you how to prepare stationary for something like that. That is not my gag. No. I am a Marine. Mobility is our, our the, uh, the mission of the Marine Corps rifle squad is to locate, close with, and destroy the enemy by fire and maneuver. Maneuver. We stay so, mobile. Yes. Our number one defense is to no be there. Yeah, I used to think, oh, yeah, I can defend my home and all that. But as I've learned things and stuff, I'm like, no. You've got to, you're going to have to move. Right. So for me, you know, like, what are you going to pack? What are you going to go to survive? I need a 22 and a knife. And if I have it, a spool of, of fine wire, it's, uh, I don't know what you would call it. We called it trip wire. Um, it's, it's the wire the military uses magnet for making wire. trip wires. Hmm? Magnet wire. All right. Magnet, but, but it's very hard. You don't break it easy and it's very thin like monofilament and it spools up on a little spool. You keep it in your pocket. Uh, if I had those three things, I'm good. Cause I can make snares and I can fish with it. And I got my knife and I got a 22 cause I just need a small rifle to hunt. I'm good. I'm done. I've got food in my bag that and a little thing that starts a fire. So food is taken care of. The thing is, you're going to have to learn that the first thing that when you're hungry, the first thing that crosses your path, that's what's in the pot that day. Cause you might not see anything else the rest of the day. Um, one of the things you should do is, um, find somebody to teach you what is edible in the area where you live, uh, plant wise, uh, find out what parts of the cattail you can eat. You can eat almost the whole dang thing. Get rid of that moron over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> our sniper's not here. Otherwise he'd have already been gone. Oh the, the dodo cops are oh, out that's today. An, that's an X. Okay, hold oh, is that on X? Yeah, I'm going to have to. Yeah, our dodo cops are out today. And I can't giving control that from fight. the studio. So I'm well, then just let him sit. We'll get to him. I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it. Um, but if you want to do survivalist, uh, honest to God, I'm not. I can keep myself and my people alive. Wow. Uh, I don't know how to do that type of show. I'm not geared that way. I'm not oriented that way. I was raised. My uncles taught me to live off the land up in northern northern peninsula of Michigan when I was a kid. I can live off the land, no problem. You can dump me into the middle of nowhere with nothing but the clothes on my back. I'll be okay, okay? But that's that's something that, that's a different skill set. And I'm not good at teaching that. My uncle showed me by doing. I, I'm not good with that. So what would happen is if there was, if we had to go bush, the people around me, it, they would learn by watching me do or tell them what I need them to do at that time. You'd have to learn that way. Um, but one of the things I can suggest to you if, you, if you're worried about learning to do this, find out where do you live? Where is an area you, if we have, let's, let's say society falls apart, where can you move to? Pick up and get your booty to it. That's going to be as far away from other people as possible, but as close to you as possible. Like for me, there are two national forests I can get to east or west of me. They're going to be about a four-day walk, a hard walk in either direction. But once I get to them, it's very unlikely a lot of people are going to head in that direction because there's nothing there except food. 
Now, if you don't know how to live off the land, that's not going to help you. But if I go in one direction, I get to the Appalachian National Forest. If I go in the other direction, I get to all the ranges on Eglin Air Force Base. Because if the world goes to heck in a handbasket, they're not going to be practicing on those ranges. Nobody's going to be moving in there. It's a good place to get away from people. Why am I doing this? People will be dangerous. If, you know, if things get this bad, people will be dangerous. But also, if there are too many people there, guess what they do real quick? They eat all the available food. So even if you know how to live off the land, you won't be able to live off the land because there'll be nothing to eat. You got to get away from them. These are the type of things that I think about how to get mobile, how to stay mobile. It's not going to be a fun life, but that's, if you want to live, that's what was drilled into my head. Mobility is life. You know, I was a Marine. That's how we work. Um, so for those of you who wanted to have shows that way, I might do one, uh, you know, just a half hour, 45 minutes one day where we th- talk about things you might not have thought about. Um, I'm making a note here. Um, but otherwise, there are people out there who are much better at this than I am. And, and I would strongly suggest you hunt around for them. If you want to learn how to survive, they're better people for this than I am. And that's just, that's all there is to it. I mean, if they're better equipped, you need to learn from them, not me. Um, but what else, you know, the review, we can do that conspiracy theory. Y'all like those. Well, so do I, and we're going to be doing one this week, this Wednesday. I mean, Thursday, rather not what, not tomorrow, Thursday. We're going to have a conspiracy theory this week on Thursday. But if you've been around with me for a while, you've noticed that, um, my conspiracy theories, not so much theory just straight up conspiracies most of the time. Well, the one I'm going to have for you Thursday is about replacement theory. No, we're not talking about replacement theology in scripture. No, 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 no. We're going to be talking about replacement theory, but it is connected to biblical prophecy. What? Yeah. Show up Thursday. I'll tie that one together for you. But, um, one of the other things though, that, um, I do have to share with you today. And Let me just put this up here for you. I'm going to share the screen real quick. This is Forbes, and it says you must not do your own research when it comes to science. And this isn't, I don't know how many of y'all have noticed this. These articles are everywhere. They all came out at about the same time. This one is Forbes telling us that we can't do our own research when it comes to science. And this one is the University of Rochester Medical Center saying, do your own research. Was it dangerous advice during the pandemic? about, you know, COVID and vaccines. They're, they're telling us that that was a bad thing for us to do. And then this one is from Dark Side of Comedy from Motherboard or whatever. It says, scientists explain why doing your own research leads to believing conspiracy theories. And what we're being told now is don't do your own research because you're going to get things wrong and you're going to fall for misinformation. You're going to become a conspiracy theorist. Wrong. Or maybe a conspiracy actualist. Yes. Okay. Two things here real quick. I do want to cover this, and and we're going to see more of this in the future. I'll, I'll cover this again. What you have right here, this story about don't do your own research just exploded all over. It it was overnight. It was all of a sudden there in a 24 hour period. That folks is operation mockingbird. 
says, uh, Julie Larson doing my own research, save me from getting a shot. Very good. And that's what they don't want you doing, Julie. They don't want you thinking for yourself. Operation Mockingbird. This is the governmental control over the media. This is, how do you know, Joe? Because it showed up everywhere all at once. And they were all saying pretty much the same thing. Okay. That's not theory. We know Mockingbird. We know that, well, they shut that down, Joe. No, they didn't. They changed the name and they kept on trucking. Let me ask you something. When was the last time the government got a mechanism of control that it ever abandoned? What was that Reagan said? Something about. Yeah, the nearest thing to to eternal eternal life life is is a government government program. program. (laughs) And the government loves to change names. Yes, that's progressivism. Yeah, they do that all the time. Because if I change, look, let me show you. I'm Dr. Evil now. See? I'm no longer Joe Bakanovic. I'm Dr. Evil. I even changed voice. Gave myself a different name. All different person, right? Uh, you know better than that. But there are people who believe that. Okay? We've covered that with John Dewey. Change the name, you change its nature. No. That's why on this show, form and function define, not the word. Okay? I can call myself Dr. Evil all I want. I'm still Joe. All I'm doing is sharing a side of my personality that I hide from the world. (laughs) Dr. Evil is nothing more than the little green amphibious monster in me. That's all. He's just the Marine. That's it. I just let the Marine think for himself. So kind of lost where I was at with that one. We're going to go back to studying for yourself because you were taught how to do that in school. If you're old enough. Um, How about all the ways to help an atheist? Ooh, apologetics. Yeah. And while while you have a, a paused moment here, uh, let me address. Uh, I know they talked earlier, and you were on a rant, so I didn't want to interrupt you. But they were talking about TikTok or you know YouTube Shorts and stuff, and we we've discussed this, and I have done some work in this area, but so far I have not found a good enough vehicle for me to. Uh, create and edit the videos and such to put them out there that I can do quickly and efficiently. Because, you know, I have a life too besides doing the show. He's busier than I am. I have, uh, I'm I'm supposedly retired, but I don't know where I fit work into my schedule before when I was working. I don't understand how life works like that. But anyway, and I have a business that I have not been attending to that needs attention and such so um yeah so my time's limited too but that is something that we are looking at um and if you have any ideas because this is something we talked about earlier uh before the show as we were kind of discussing this is we we feel that this show provides value to people we we i believe present material that that most people have not been taught in their formal educations if at all and I think that it helps them to um, function better in this world, hopefully. Uh, that, that's our goal, to, you know, kind of evaluate life and, and make better decisions and, and such and understand what you're actually deciding. Um, but how do we increase our reach to help, you know, affect more people? I know the Arctic Tortoise said something earlier in, in the comments. I didn't post it, but... He was saying, you know, hey, just be happy with your regional reach and, and what you're doing. If that if that's what we're supposed to do, that's fine. 
you know, we're trying to do whatever, you know, uh, I gave up worrying about Yahweh, the show growing. Is, you know, God will, Yahweh will take care of that. And I mean, that's, that's kind of in his department, but if there's ideas that you have out there that, you know, uh, we've done a few things, you know, some have helped, some haven't, you know, and, and who knows, maybe something will come up, but uh, just some of the things for you as audience to think about. Okay. I'll quit my rant. You're cool. You're much part of this place as I am, Charlie. You're, you're... Hey, Charlie, if, if we're having too much trouble over there on X, just click it off and we won't, we won't throw the show there anymore today. Well, the, we'll, we'll discuss this on break. I, I have a password issue on that. We have to resolve during the break and then I can take care of it. Yeah. But it's not a big deal. Okay. Mr. Holt, you have to have a certain number of subscribers to go live on TikTok. But once you hit that threshold, you can stream there while you're streaming on Rumble and Facebook. Yeah, I, I know about that as well. That's the problem. This show is never going to have the appeal of some of the people that are on TikTok. Okay, there's, there's, all right. This goes hand in hand with what I was looking at today. This is one of the things that I want this show, The Road to Concord, to do. I spend time on TikTok, Mr. Holt, and I noticed something. A lot of what is being told to people there, at first I thought, oh, this is cool. And then I, I did what I always do. I was like, okay, well, let's, let me go look into this. And some of the things they're telling me, well, here's, here's this phenomenon going on they're not telling you about. And what I found out is a lot of what they tell you on TikTok is misinformation. And then I started looking into some of these videos and I found this on YouTube as well. There's a pattern to this stuff, but this is AI. A lot of the content on TikTok and YouTube is AI generated. And a lot of it has common threads. I, I've detected velocity vectors in them, you know, common themed uh, shows and messages in TikTok and on YouTube. And they're all like, for, for once, in case in point, we did a conspiracy theory about these staircases to nowhere in the woods. I started researching that. That's only a few years old. That just popped up a few years ago. Okay. And they're saying, well, these staircases are everywhere and we're told not to go near them. And the, you're, you're going to find, if you go to YouTube and you look for forest rangers who are, have stories to tell that they're told they can't share. This popped up about the same time as the staircases story. So because I'm geared differently, I started looking into this. I think whatever that is, is an experiment going on in real time in the public mindset. So part of what we're having with all this social media is it's a it's a mechanism or vehicle by which they can control the, the masses. Not everybody. You mean something like Project Mockingbird or something? Well, the Mockingbird is the vehicle. This is MK Ultra. Well, yeah. Yes. I mean the combination of them. right. MK Ultra uses Mockingbird. Mockingbird's the vehicle. In this case, they no longer have they don't have to use just TV and newsprint. Now they can use social media. So I started looking into this stuff and a lot of the things that I was kind of curious on, it, it took me a while, but then I'm like, oh, wait a minute, let's go fact check this stuff. And a lot of it, there's like the staircases to nowhere. There's no, there are no pictures of them that are all uniform. It's just different. And when you look into it, a lot of it can be explained. It's just ruins. But some of these staircases that they're talking about, you can't find pictures of them. Well, everybody in the world has a cell phone in their hands now. Who's not going to take a picture and post these things? What I find is there's a point in time where this story shows up. And it didn't exist before that. 
that's how I know that this is created. It's not real. Okay. If it was a natural phenomenon that's been going on for a while, we'd have heard about it before. There'd be some sort of what I call echo. Um, so I, I got into trouble with TikTok and YouTube and some of this stuff because this is how these people are getting their audiences. They're putting up garbage. And, and there are a lot of young women dishonoring themselves by just showing up scantily clad. And they all they do is bounce around on the screen for 30 seconds. And they get a lot of people that, you know, a lot of guys start following them. Or you'll find stupid things that are like, watch to the end. This is really shocking. And you watch and nothing happens. And then I researched it. I found out that the longer you're on their video, the more money they make for their advertising. It is it, all this is, is it's, it's all a scam. It's all garbage. It's all a waste of your time and mental energy. I don't want to be one of those people. If I cannot be a productive contributor to society, I want to be a shadow in the background. I don't want this show to be part of the problem. I want it to be part of the solution. The key here is, the thing here is, there are a lot more people who want to go watch the garbage than there are who actually want to start learning how to think for themselves. And I'm, t- I'm not saying, I'm not, don't, 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 don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to claim I'm going to help you learn how to think for yourself. What I'm getting at is the number of people who will go watch that garbage, and I, I, my opinion, I'm titling it garbage. There's 20, 30, 40 of them for everyone that will watch this show. So we're never going to be big. You're underestimating that. There, there's like <laughs> hundred of them? Hundreds of thousands of those compared to those that watch this show. Just, just look at, you know, we – we do have a snake lurking in, on X right now because now we can actually see X in our studio. And how many video likes did they get on this one stupid thing that they put out? Oh, yeah. I mean, compared to what we're doing. But it's like the other discussion we were having earlier today I don't need to get into, but, you know, that's just the way it is. Yes. This is something we have to live with. The, the people who, the, the Dodo Cops, that guy's got a web, a YouTube channel just for us, just for us. And he's got 26,000 subscribers to that video. And when you watch it, I don't understand, man, if you find that funny and folks, trust me, I can laugh at myself His boy. Let me tell you, can I laugh at myself? It's not funny. I wish it were, but why? I don't, I don't get it. People like to be entertained, not taught. Comment by Ray13. This is true. Not to the extent that I'm teaching you, but if I am, you know, then that's a blessing to me and, and I'm humbled by that. But how do I help teach better, teach more, teach differently? What have I missed? Um, yet you need to understand that for the last 300 and something shows, all I do is snag something out of the air that I've learned over my lifetime that, you know, I know that I know a little bit more than most people about and just throw a show together for you. Um, I've been winging this for 332 shows of winging it. That's exactly what you've got. Well, I'm running out of wing it. I need to get deliberate with this and it's going to require me to grow up, <laughs> quit being a little boy. It, what do I mean by that? <laughs> well, that's easy. Sometimes to do things that you need to be doing that are worth doing, you don't want to do them. Well, 
suck it up buttercup. Like Charlie told me this morning, told him I didn't want to do this show. That's exactly what he said. He threw me back at me, suck it up buttercup. So, and I learned that from my drill instructors. I, I don't know where it comes from. I know that lots of women in the South use that phrase as well, but I got that one from one of my drill instructors. Um, and yeah, there's, there's some crazy stuff on TikTok. There is. Um, the, one of the ones I'm tra- tracking right now is the Mandela effect. Uh, case in point, did the Monopoly man ever have a monocle? I remember him having a little monocle. We're told now he never did. We're told that Fruit of a Loom never had a cornucopia. That never did. But I remember that on my underwear when I was a kid. So am I misremembering or is something else going on here? Or has there been a rift in the space-time continuum? Yeah, I know. Be honest with you, I'm leaning in that direction. For most people, I get it. I understand they'll they'll say well it's just mass mis- misremembering you know if you go re- research the mandela effect they'll say it's it's a uh, it's a mass phenomenon a lot of people just have the same bad memory that's not how memory works what that's not how memory works now you might get the masses to do that but i've been paying attention to the people who kick back against this stuff the bulk of the people who accept that there never was a cornucopia on the Fruit of a Loom logo, they're sheeple. The ones who kick back and say, no, it was there. I've looked into some of them. They tend to be free thinkers. Now, they might be conspiracy theory kooks. I get it. I understand. But they tend to be free thinkers who you can't get them to move. They're like Captain America, you know, no. I'm not moving. You move. I know this is true. Don't you move. And Charlie, this actually goes to what you were asking me earlier today. The people that they're after and this, the whole Mandela effect might be just to identify those folks because we're all on social media now and they have AI. And if I can get, if I can put something out there and you and I start kicking back against it, saying no, the, the, the Monopoly man had a monocle and the fruit of a loon had a, had a cornucopia. You've just been identified as one of the ones they are not going to be able to brainwash. So you go on a blue list or a red list, but trust me, you're going to go on a list and they've got their eye on you. Guarantee it. Um, there are other Mandela effect things like Kit Kat never had a hyphen. Like uh, Richard Simmons never had a headband. You're saying uh, Ed McMahon never worked for Publishers Clearinghouse Sweepstakes. I know all of that is false. Now, Joe, how do you know that you're not susceptible to bad memory? Have you been around me lately? That is not something I have a problem with. Uh, Trust me, many people have put me to the test on this one. And every now and then and it is very rare they catch me where i misremembered something and even then i didn't remember it entirely wrong I, I, if it were different if it were something other than this i'd listen to it but telling me that i'm misremembering this stuff th- this is not a case of joe thinks too highly of himself it's a case of joe sits back sometimes and goes geez how did i remember that but i do this is what jimmy zinker likes about me he's tested me I come up with crazy stuff. He goes and research. Yep, sure enough, there it is. So I don't ex- I don't accept that explanation. 
we're in the middle of some sort of a psyop. How it's working, what they're after, how they're, I don't know. I just know enough to know that, you know, you, you can't always see the storm perfectly when you're in the middle of it. But you can reckon, you look outside, oh, wow, storm. Yeah, got it. So there's something going on here with the Mandela effect thing, too. Um, I see you threw this up here, dip by DDT. 90% of the people in the world are happy with just the stories taught in Sunday school. Ignorance is bliss. They don't want to eat meat. It will point out the flaws, and they don't want to change. That's not just with scripture. That's everything. That's everything. It's gaslighting. Rush Limbaugh did this on his show back in the 90s. He he came on and he he supported Bill Clinton for like 15 minutes in his show. The first part of his first monologue, he was praising Bill Clinton. Then he spent the next two and a half hours telling his audience it never happened. He never did it. And by the end of the show, people were calling up and yelling at other listeners saying Rush never did that. They heard him do it, but they were easily persuaded that he didn't. This gets into psychological operations, and that, that's what MK Ultra is all about. It's gaslighting. We've, we've got people now who, how many people think that Sarah Palin said she could see Russia from her back door? A good part of America thinks so. She never did it. That was a Saturday Night Live skit. She, she never said it. That, that was some stupid comedian that did that. There's a lot of stuff like this that happens in the world. And trust me, there are people who pay attention how easily we're manipulated. Remember, Walter Lippmann, you know, godfather of modern journalism in America, he said that people need to be controlled. They need to be taught their place and that the media is the vehicle by which to do it. Well, now that's something I don't mind teaching you. I want you to remember what he said in his book, and I want you to tie it into what's going on in the world so that you know that you can't trust your media. Julie Larson's comments, she says, just like people think only two, uh, think of two of each kind entered the ark, they always leave out the rest in Sunday school. Yeah, there were seven of all clean animals. Yes, Julie. Um, that doesn't just apply to the Bible. That applies to everything we do. Um, 14th amendment. We got to get rid of Trump because he committed sedition. Did he? Well, yeah. Did he? Yes. Has he been convicted of that? Yes. Has he been convicted? No. Nope. Then he hasn't done it. Why haven't they tried him for that? Because exhibit a is Trump on Twitter telling everybody go home, stay peaceful case over. He's innocent. Well, that's not what he meant. Uh, that don't work in a rule of, in a court of law. You got to go on what he said. You can't play that whistle game there. Now you understand why, like when she's being grilled, Hillary Clinton goes, oh, I'm sorry. I have no memory of that. How do you prove she doesn't have a memory of that? You can't. She's playing a lawyer's game. She knows exactly what she's doing. She knows what she, she has a memory of that. She knows exactly what happened. She also knows if she says that, She's innocent. Nobody can nail her down to anything. She's being jello. You can't nail her to a wall. But in Trump's case, we have him telling everybody, stay home. Don't go to D.C. Stay peaceful. Go home. He's innocent. So as long as they don't have a trial, they can convince the sheep that he did 
lead an insurrection against this country. Problem with that is what happened on January 6th was A, a false flag attack led by the government, and B, not an insurrection. It doesn't meet the constitutional definition of insurrection. But you're talking about that old raggy document. What's that got to do with anything? Nothing. It's dead. Form and function apply. We have two, we have multi-tiered justice in this country, which means you're no longer under the Constitution. Justice. So why do we even worry? Yeah, exactly. What justice? Exactly. Are you telling me we're living in the days that the prophets were talking about back before the Northern Kingdom was disbanded? Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. Yeah. Just like Ephraim again, huh? Yes. The exact Lawless. same way. That's prophecy right there, Aaron. It's just not the prophecy most people like to, you know, it's it's not the what's going to happen in the future prophecy. It's character and nature of my people prophecy. So it's 10 o'clock. Let's take a break. Six minutes. We come back. We'll keep going. I do want to see, does anybody have any idea? What, what more can we teach? What more can we study? What more can we talk about? What do we need to review? We'll see in six minutes. We'll get you to tell us that.
Okay, we're back. There's a comment on the board from uh, Mr. Holt. It says, and it's been revealed that foreign governments had over 30,000 of Hillary's sensitive emails in their possession. And further, the same day that they exonerated Hillary of fault, they launched an investigation on Trump with Steele dossier. Well, we now know that they knew from the beginning the Steele dossier was fake and that that was from Hillary Clinton, which means that was a fake investigation, which means that they prosecuted people for lying to the FBI on a fake investigation. That's entrapment. And they knew they were entrapped. So what we now know is that the FBI is willing to put people in innocent people in jail to serve political agenda. That's what that means. We also had reports at the time that you remember the, the break into the Democratic National, the DNC's server that got broken into and the FBI offered to help, you know, find out who broke into it. And we were told, you know, foreign operatives. Well, we had reports that said that they found that server and then the location of the server was in the Ukraine. Well, that. I don't know if that was true or not, but it wouldn't surprise me. So why would that thing be in the Ukraine? Uh, I, I don't know. We've got reports that most of the Western world's money laundering went through the Ukraine. It, it, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Uh, comment from Ray 13. He says, uh, maybe it's all designed to distract the thinkers. Yes, I do think that that's part of what's going on. Um, it's a distraction of those or to identify who's actually thinking out there. How many of you have seen the memes on Facebook that says, you know, you don't expect the government to teach you what you need to know to overthrow them, do you? Well, no, they're going to use your money to brainwash you, not to teach you to be free thinker. The, the times, the times where this country is going to be free and independent, th those days are gone. The culture's changed. But we're going to be talking about that more on Thursday. Um, <laughs> it's more than just that. Uh, Clay Toller says, now we know why they're trying to protect the Ukraine. We know as a fact, or at least we believe we know as a fact, that the West, um, especially the United States, politicians and, and moguls have been laundering money through the Ukraine. We have public documents from multiple different nations that traced some of that $8 billion that Joe Biden gave them through Latvia back to uh, banks in uh, um, Cincinnati before we lost it. And a, a good part of it got siphoned along the way. But I think they said something like $4 billion went to BLM, four of the $8 billion. And a billion of it stayed in the Ukraine, seven of it went to Latvia, came back here, about a billion of it went to Joe Biden and his family, and then some more of it went to the bank. And it, that was all presented by, you know, those are official government documents. Those were, it, Glenn Beck's people got a hold of them, made them, you, you could download them. I got them at home on my computer somewhere. But it's more than just that. We also know, this came out in congressional records, that this is where the, uh, this is where COVID began. This is where um, the gain-of-function research that um, Fauci was conducting, it was originally in, in uh, laboratories in the Crimean area of Ukraine. And that's what the 2014 war was all about, was Russia said that they were trying to take out those, those labs. Because we also know that at that time, the Russia was accusing the CIA of trying to collect the DNA of all the Russian, Russian people, getting DNA profiles of everybody in Russia. Now, we were never able to collaborate that story, but I would not doubt that. 
because if you got a, a, a laboratory, Charlie, I'm going to pop you in here, brother. This is kind of more in your wheelhouse than that. Most folks, if I've got a biological lab, that's making specific, specific type of viral agents, you know, biological agents, whatever, and I'm collecting DNA of my enemies, what you, what do you think, what comes to mind real quick that you think might be going on here, especially if I'm using MRNA vaccines? Uh, it's called recombinant DNA. And they use it to do what? They use it to select a specific DNA marker and create a virus or biological agent that targets that particular populace and does whatever it is that they wish to do to that populace. It's, it's a great weapon. That's exactly you what. You can take yep. out all the people with with red hair and freckles, or you can take out all the people except the people with red hair and freckles. And, you know. and we don't have, now this was all being run by the United States people, and we don't have anybody in the United States saying they're going to get rid of all the white folks, do we? No, 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 just, you know. And we've never just, tried to get rid of all the Jews, have just we? Just videos that we've posted. And nobody's ever tried to get rid of all the Jews, right? That, that's no, never no, happened. No, that's, no one would ever do that. Why, why would you want to do that? So, folks, it, it, Charlie used to be in NBC Warfare, nuclear, biological, chemical. this technology is not new. No, I it was, isn't. It's I was old. teaching this back in the early 80s. Yes, this is old. This is old. We've been doing this for a long time. Yes. So, thanks, Charlie. Trust me, folks. I've had people tell me, okay, Joe, tell us some of the scarier things you never want to tell us. Okay, fine. Charlie just told you one. They can create a virus that targets a specific genome of people. Genocide is now possible. They can kill off a certain, if, if they, okay, I want to get rid of the Jews. All I need to know is a genome that identifies you as a Jew, and I can release the virus in the world, and I will kill off all the Jews. That won't kill off all the Hebrews. It'll kill off the Jews. But it might get a good number of the Hebrews too, if you understand the mixing. I could do this with white folks. I could do this with black. I could do whatever I want. But this isn't even the one that scares me the most. The one that scares me the most is nanobot swarms. What? Yes, nanobot swarms. And uh, small drone swarms. They now have the ability to put up to 25 million little flying drones yeah in the back of one airplane and they can program these drones they're not very big about the size of a baseball and they got a little shaped charge in them and they tell this drone go find this person's face and these things will fly out throughout an entire city and they go everywhere they just start until the batteries run dead they just go everywhere and they everybody they see they'll they'll interrogate your face and if your facial rec matches theirs to within a certain percentage, that drone will fly down, smack itself on your forehead, and fire into your head and kill you. Boom. How do you hide from that? Say, well, I put a mask on. Well, then they'd held the drone. Facial rec of this person or anybody wearing a mask. So if you're wearing a mask, they just kill you automatically because you wouldn't present yourself to the drone for interrogation. So, yeah, you want scary? That's real easy to do, and it's real cheap, and guess what? It's self-defeating. As soon as the drone runs out of juice and falls to the ground, it deactivates its warhead. 
turns itself off. So they can assassinate an individual now anytime they want, many different ways. The, the, the ability to do damage in this world is phenomenal. We got to put this comment on the board here. Uh, Ray, 13, he remembers, he says, didn't somebody say they wanted to get rid of all the Christians? Yes. Al Gore said that they would be able to identify you in utero, that you were going to be A, Christian, or B, conservative. So if they can't abort you before you're born, but they do find that gene they're looking for, well, then they can just create a virus that takes out anybody with that gene that says you're going to be a Christian or a conservative. Now, if you think people wouldn't do things like this, you haven't been listening to this show long enough because we've shown you in history where they have done things like this. They'll do it again. And if you have a biblical worldview, you know that the power or authority behind all of this stuff isn't the human being. It's a spiritual being. It's an unclean spirit. It's, it's a fallen angel. The prince who is to come, maybe. I don't know. Satan, for sure. And that's why all of these things always tend to go in the same direction. So we're going to be talking about something similar to this on Thursday this week. It's all geared to the same thing, getting rid of a group of people, getting rid of those who seek the truth. Um, yes, Bill Gates trying to find the God gene in humans. Yeah. Folks. Anyway, get back to the subject at hand for today. How many of you use your homework? When, when I put up all of the links to the show for, you know, if I'm going to do a show, if we're doing a study and I put up all the links on the blog page, how many of you use that? that that'd be, I'm, I'm curious of that. If you haven't already done so, if you use your homework regularly and you have not already done so, please go to the road to concord.com, the blog page and subscribe to the blog. Um, if you haven't done that, please do that. Um, I know could have cost you more time. Another, you won't get any notifications from that blog, except when I post a new email, you know, a, a new blog page, rather a new post. That's basically your homework. But I, I don't know the, the tortoise. I know that the Arctic tortoise uses them. He finds great value in them, but I haven't heard from too many of you. There's one or two of you that ask about it, but I don't know that a lot of people are using it. If it's not a very popular function, well, right there, I could drop uh, 45 minutes, you know, on those days where I do one. That, that takes a while to put that together. I could drop that, but it seems to me that that's very valuable, all those links to the different stuff I'm using. Um, I've never heard from a lot of y'all about that. How many of you are using that? Another thing that um, I know that I want to do is a little bit more on practical application of how you put things together. You need to learn to be an independent thinker in this world. That That's definite. That's a, that's a given. We should all learn to do that. And we all want to do things to try and reverse stuff. You know, we want to save the country, save this, save that. Folks, the best way to save it is to just live your convictions day to day. Oh, well, that's just one person, Joe. Yes. And 
just as fear is contagious, so is courage. So is honor. So are principles and conviction. If somebody else is watching you and you absolutely will not compromise on things in the matters of right and wrong, you influence them. And you influence the people in your lives that you do have, your children, your spouse, things like this. Do live it. This is what it means to be a disciple of, of Yeshua, of the Messiah. You have to live what he teaches. One of my, my absolute all-time fame, fa- favorite quote from Charles Spurgeon. Preach the gospel every day. If you have to, use words. In other words, walk the walk. This is how you transform a society, one person at a time. One at a time. You preach it from the rooftops, the scriptures. And in our world, we think that means get a megaphone and stand out on the top of the roof and scream at people. That is not what that means. It's a Middle East idiom. In our world, the proper translation would be teach it from the back porch. That's the proper translation today. Teach it from the back porch or the front porch. Knee to knee, one at a time, one-on-one. Teach it one-on-one. Because like it was reminded to me this this week, last week, the saying in Men in Black where uh, Tommy Lee Jones is talking to Will Smith, their characters, you know, Kay is talking to Jay. And Kay says, the person is smart. People, masses, are stupid, panicky, you know, dangerous creatures, and you know it. That's what he tells Jay. And this is true. One-on-one, you're smart. What you have to learn is the courage of your convictions so that when you get in the crowd and the crowd says, oh, you're wrong, do it this way, you will not move. Now, that will draw a lot of attention that the crowd is not going to like. And that's because they're scared. 365 times, I think the scripture says, do not fear. One for every day. Then have no fear. Well, I might die. Yeah, who cares? If you're going to be resurrected, what's it matter? You either believe your beliefs or you don't. I do, so kill me. Marine Corps had that saying, bend my tags and send me home. You can kill me, you can't eat me. That's against the rules. Yeah, there are some things in this world that are worse than death. Yes, and we are entering into one of those right now in our society. We are building a society in which I do not want to live. I'm a dinosaur and I know it and I I don't want no part of the world that they're building. This, this is brave new world. When the, the main protagonist there kills himself, when he realizes that he doesn't belong in that world, this is also, um, I don't know if he's still living. This might be up, um, William Holt's alley. How many of y'all have ever read the book, the forever war It's a science fiction book. And it's about, um, an ongoing war that is fought over centuries. And the main character in the books is early in the war. And then they, they travel through time warps. They go through black holes in time. So every time they go fight a battle and they come back, it's been hundreds of years since the last time, you know, they were on earth and they see earth change and they go back out and fight another battle. They come back. And eventually what happens is earth has become nothing but a bunch of clones amorphous clones there's no sex anymore they've they've, sex is all out of it everybody looks the same 
well, these people who started the war are still heterosexuals. So they have to put them on their own planet and they go live on their own planet because they're, they're throwbacks in time. You know, they're a thousand years old, but they've only aged a couple of years because of the dilation of time with the, they keep traveling through time. It's interesting how this works because this is exactly what we're doing now in this world. We're creating a world in which a large part of us just don't, we don't fit and we don't want to be part of it. We won't. And the powers that be that are doing that to us, the spiritual forces, they know this and they can get rid of us and get us out of the way. We'll take care of ourselves for them or we'll identify us ourselves and it makes it easier for them to get rid of us. Um, that, that's another thing, the gaslighting. Why would they be doing this Mandela effect, this gaslighting thing? Well, folks, if I can make it where you do not trust the memory of the old folks who know better, well, if you're a millennial and one-fifth of you now think that Osama bin Laden's a good guy, you know, you have positive idea of him, uh, you know, positive feelings toward him, and, and you think that the Jews are wrong and that the Palestinians are right, you know, the younger folks, this is, you know, don't believe that the Holocaust ever happened. Well, if I can teach you that the old folks' memories don't work, then when they tell you it didn't used to be this way in this country, the youth are not going to believe them. And then all I have to do is purge certain books from our, our libraries based on, oh, that's racist. And the next thing you know, I control the past. And who controls the past controls the future by controlling the present. And now you are living in the world of 1984. And it's all done electronically, just like it was in 1984. When's the last time you read that book? I got a little newsflash for you folks. It's no longer fiction. That's a blueprint of the world in which you live. Yeah, they're always at war in that book. Have you seen where the United States military is deployed right now? All the places where our troops are deployed right now. Go look into that sometime. It's nuts. Crazy where we've got troops. Got no place being there. Why are they there? Why aren't they on the southern border? We'll go over some of that on Thursday as well. That's going to tie into Thursday's class. So I guess what are the things I guess we're going to want to be doing? Oh, I guess, I guess, I guess. Uh, Y'all like it when I do a little bit more practical application. How do we apply all this stuff in our daily lives? That's a pastor's job. That's Charlie's job. Charlie's good at ministering to people, not me. Charlie's got compassion and, and empathy for folks in, the, in that direction. I don't. I don't. I don't know how to do that. Um, I know how to do it for myself. I don't know how to teach that, but I'll try. I, I, I don't mind. We'll work on that. Um, the homework, I haven't seen any comments on that too much. I don't know that y'all actually like it. Uh, we'll see. I'll probably keep doing it though for a while. Clay Toller says, I'm guilty of not doing the homework. Instead, I put my trust in what you're teaching. That's a mistake. Don't do that, Clay. Don't trust me. M people will let you down. I might make a mistake one day innocently. Nobody catches it. If you believe it, it might end up being wrong. That could cost you some time. If nothing else, at least breeze through it. Some of it. Spot check it, please. Yeah, there are a few that said that they're looking at it. And okay. So at least part of parts of it and 
good. downloading it and stuff. So that's good. It's also there for you to go back on. Um, somebody the other day was asking, send an email and it took me forever to answer it. They wanted to know where do I find one book on psychological operations? There is no one book on that unless you want to read the army manual. So I sent them the link to our homework that day on psyops with all the links in it. And one of the links is the PDF for the army manual on psychological operations. So if they want it, they can download it. But that was the best I could do for the answer to that. E excuse me, that email. Cause there is no one book that I know of. This is one of those things that I think they intentionally keep obscure so that it's not easy to, but if you want practical application of psyops, Charlie just got done with that book. Charlie, is that not what nudge really is? Oh yeah. That's, that's, that's a giant big psyop. psyop. And it, it's nudge, shove, shoot. Yep. And they will shoot you. All you got to do is be trouble long enough, enough trouble long enough, and they will shoot you. They'll find a way to shoot you. But was that book worth your time listening to Charlie? Yeah. Yeah. It sucked, but it was, it was good. It sucked. How? Because do you see how they're manipulating you? And, you know, every time I go to a POS terminal now and they, you know, give up the things for the tip and everything, I'm like, crap, there it is again. <laughs> now that you've read it or listened to it, it's everywhere, isn't it's a, it? It's everywhere. Yes. And it's done systematically and intentionally, and it's even in corporate America. Folks, what they did is they come up with this great new theory and they sold it to corporate America as a good way to run their business. So these people are useful idiots. They're, they've incorporated nudge. They even teach nudge to their people now. So the corporations don't realize what they're doing, but the people who started the theory know exactly what they're doing. This is what a useful idiot is. This is somebody who doesn't question what, oh, cool new idea helps me control my people. Off they go. It's like putting a GPS in everybody's truck. When you're this, if you're if you drive a corporation's vehicle, they put a GPS in it, limit how fast you can go, so that they can track everywhere you're supposed to be. They 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 just want, they don't want you to be a person. They don't want you to be an individual. They want you to be a little automaton that dances to their tune. They want you to worship them. All of this can be explained scripturally through a scriptural lens. Everything I see in the world can be explained through a scriptural lens. You can't do that through the Quran. I know I've read the Quran. The, the Quran does not explain it. Without the Hadith, the Quran's just a hot mess. It, you can't even make a religion out of it. You need the Hadith, the sayings and customs of Muhammad to see what, how he lived. And even with that, it doesn't explain everything. Hinduism doesn't. There's no other religion that I've, I've, I've read them. I've, I've done my comparative religion studies. I've studied all of this. It, the only one that has an explanation for the world, a unified, consistent, coherent explanation is the scripture, the Bible. And if you're reading just the New Testament, well, then you're reading a book that's unpinned, no foundation. And that's sifting sand. You've got to have the Tanakh, the Old Testament <laughs> under your belt, because the New Testament stands on the old. It's not the other way around. And this is why Christianity has created a new religion. The same way that Jews are not the religion of Moses. What? They're not. Jesus told them that to their face. They follow the oral traditions. Traditions of men. 
Constitution, same way. Progressives read it, they get something out of it that's not there. Not according to the way the original founders wrote it. And the founder said, you have to interpret and understand this document in the sense that it was ratified. So they told us the best way to understand what the, what the Constitution means and how it's meant to be executed is to go back to the Federalist and Anti-Federalist papers and the notes on the, uh, on the Bill of Rights and follow it according to that. We don't do that. Why? Because then we can't interpret the Constitution the way we want to. Which is why we don't read the Old Testament, because then I can't interpret the New Covenant the way I want to. It's I want, I want, I want. So we all think we're individual gods. The world dances to our tune. I don't. I don't. Um, I understand Paul. I am nothing, and everything I do is as a rag. And the filthy rags Paul's talking about there are actual, actually menstrual rags. I get it. I agree. Which is why I don't understand why you're here. Much better people that you could learn from than me. But if they're not going to teach, and I'm the only one willing to do it, I'll do it until I'm dead or God finds somebody better. You know, Starship Troopers. If we don't have anything else for today, Charlie, we're, we're pop yourself in here. This is your show too, man. You got you got to talk today. Where would you like to see us go? <sighs> I know this is new to you, you, but I know this that you're a, not you're not totally devoid of thought in this direction. Yeah, and I mean, where do we go? Um, well, we've talked about it a little bit earlier uh, about doing some review. I think that is something that that uh, is good because you know, at least for me, repetition you know does help. Um, and we've talked about you know my views on you know pra practical applications and we you know uh, taking stories and real world real life yeah. things and. And applying logic and we'll probably do that this Friday. Things like that um, are helpful to me. These these are just things that that help me. <clears throat> but um, gosh, you know, we we talked about this before the show a little bit, and you know, we're both kind of struggling with this because you know we we don't want to do harm. We don't want to do harm. That that's number one, and you know, I'll just put it out there. You know, the the prayer I pray for this show is that we teach only the truth and nothing but the truth. You know, and if we are doing something that's not there, then we need to get smacked upside the head. Amen to that. Either by Yahweh or the students or somebody to you know straighten us out. We and are then, our brother's keeper. Yes. And then that, that comment in the scriptures by Cain is a negation. He's being a smart aleck there. And then what can we do? Uh, who is it? To, uh, as JMW just pointed out, you know, like-minded friends. Yeah. Like-minded friends. The, the, the classroom banter is really important what, to me. What can we do to find more of these like-minded individuals that could benefit from what we do do here? 
you know, we, we well, are trying that, to teach, support each other, and, and, and encourage support, each I mean, other. And, and that and that's a big thing. That that's one of the things. You know, uh, I, I forget who said it earlier. You know, about the fellowship within the chat and, and things like that. I mean, we even have some of the class members that um, you know watch our congregation online on Shabbat. Uh, so they're kind of even an extension of our uh, uh, our Shabbat congregation. So those are the things that we're trying to cultivate here because um, we're trying to build a community, really. I mean, a community of, of like-minded individuals that are, that are seeking capital T truth and trying to live their lives in accordance with it. Here's one the tortoise just puts up there. Let's keep, keep more about the Hebrew culture. Yes. Way we might be better able to understand what's being discussed oh, and yeah. its meaning. Yeah, I'm we'll, we'll book keep right on now. that. Oh my gosh. Are you still on the, the oh, difference between oh, the Greek yeah. and the. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a big that, one, isn't it? That one is, that's going to take me a while. That's that not the average reader's. That's, that's a, that's a, not a scholar's slow, book. That, that, yeah, that that's not a, you know. That's steep, down my alley, Jack. Book. That's a, oh boy. In fact, I'm going to have some discussion, I think, with my Hebrew teacher on this because she also knows Greek. And, and when I have kind of talked to her about this, she's kind of pushed back. But now with some of the, the oh, information no, they think different. This, they think differently. Book, I'm going to try to push back to her. I might even see if she's willing to read the book because I'd love to hear her. They feedback. think differently. It's in the language. It, it, it's linguistic and it's cultural. It's a combination of both, I believe. Folks, real quick, just just sit and listen to this. This is going to be a quick conversation with me and Charlie, but I want to, this is about the Bible, the difference between the Bible thinking and the Greek Western world thinking, but I'm going to pick something else that Charlie does understand. He and I both speak German. He does it better than I do, but we speak German. German thinking, they have a way to make a word for anything. Yeah. <laughs> it, I could literally make up a word that only means the push broom standing in that corner with the red handle and the oh, green yeah. Brussels. Yes. One word. Yes. Isn't this the reason that the Germans fall into the very technical engineering type language where, where they over-engineer things because they overthink mm. it? It's structured into their language. Yes. Yes. It's linguistic in, in that. And because it's linguistic, it also affects culture. Yes, they, they, and it cost them a war. Back and forth. Oh, it, yeah. It cost them World War II because of the way they think is built in the, their language and their thinking are, are intimately linked. They never do get good at logistics. No. Now, English is kind of loosey-goosey language. We're really good at linguistics in, 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 in this sense, in logistics rather, not linguistics, logistics. We're really good at it because we don't care. Just get the job done. Whatever word we need to use, we'll grab and we'll use. German don't work that way. German, you need to be precise with your language or, yes. or you can't communicate. Yes, it is more precise. So you understand as a German speaker, it controls a lot of their culture. Yes. Same thing with the Hebrews. Yes. And, and, and that's kind of, it. it's kind of like the differences between German and English are kind of like the differences between Hebrew and Greek. There, there are a lot of similarities you could apply there. Um, yep. And because there's significant cultural differences that, that stem from li linguistic differences. And I mean, yeah, we could. Yeah. So more human nature and culture. <clears throat> yeah. Cause I mean that. And that how it stuff, drives our thinking. Yeah. Because that, that affects a lot of us in ways that we, you know, 
we don't see in our day-to-day life. I mean, you, you look at, just look at the conflict between Israel and Gaza right now. I mean, there, there, there are linguistic things there. There's cultural things there. There's historic. Yeah, there's, but that's also religious. Ideological. Yeah, that's an ideological there's, religious battle. There's a lot of moving parts going on there. And I know that we like to simplify things in this world to make it easier to understand, but, and it can be simplified. It's how you do the math to get to your lowest common denominators. That's important. Um, Sometimes some fractions can't be simplified. And sometimes they can be simplified a whole heck of a lot more than what we're willing to do. Right. Um, So yeah, that's prac app logic right there. Um, We'll work on that too. Yeah. Cause that's, one of the things we were talking about is how you can use logic to cut through things and, and simplify your decision making, really. I mean, and every now and then, I know that the audience likes this when I do it. We'll go and we'll have a conversation like Charlie was having with me today about how it is that Yahweh, God, can be <laughs> everywhere and nowhere all at the same time in time and <clears throat> know the beginning from the end and still control what happens in the middle charlie thought he pitched me a good one this morning i kind of had an answer for him he he did yeah and it was we had quite a interesting discussion that could be a show sometime it's a mind bender we'll i'll put i'll i'll write that one down because y'all like it when i it's dimensional thinking again it's um time and dimensions and things like this and how one possible way of understanding things that go on in the scriptures they'll help harmonize some things that just don't seem to make sense um but yeah that's 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 my wheelhouse i know that every now and then we'll do that because y'all like it when i do that even though i know a lot of y'all it's not that you can't understand it i'm just asking you to think very differently than the way you're accustomed yeah and i mean as we were talking a lot of fireflies went off as we were talking and helped me to kind of put things into place a little better and understand them a little bit better. I ain't going to say I've got it down, but probably never will. But Okay. So essentially what I think we've learned today is whatever you're doing works for the group that's here. Just keep doing it. <laughs> well, pretty much. But I mean, we put a few finer points on things here. Yeah. And I mean, we, we value the feedback of the class. Yes. Um, because that's why we're here. Uh, if we didn't have people watching us, then we wouldn't be here. Um, and we want to, we want to help and whatever we can do. <laughs> I'll let you answer that one, Charlie. You got to read the question first Cause we've got people on podcasts. Yes. If we could fully explain Yahweh, he would not be Yahweh. No. <laughs> yes. John quest. <laughs> uh, yes. And, and that, that, that was part of the conversation this morning that we were having is, you know, because a lot of times when we're looking at some of these issues that we have troubles putting our human brains around we tend to limit our view of yahweh Mm -hmm. we try to put him into a box well essentially what you asked me this morning was how can yahweh's will be you know premier dominant over the whole world and you still have free will Yes. I was able to answer that fairly decent. Yeah, yeah. And we had a good discussion. It's not a contradiction. It. It's a paradox. It's not, it, well, yeah, it is. And as I started thinking about it some more and, you know, a few other things that going, 
Oh yeah, we we could do a whole show on that one. That would be that would be a fun. <laughs> and one, we actually. probably will because that's that's because a it, good mind bender day. But it it uh, it helps you to you know think outside the box, if you will, to see how you know how Yahweh can do things that we we don't understand. Okay, have you? Finite. Have you seen, I, I snagged this meme, I might have to find it for tomorrow, but have you seen this one on the internet where it basically says that the illiterate of today's modern world will not be those who cannot read, but those who refuse to unlearn the, the mistakes they've been taught? Yeah. That's something I think, that's going to be one of our focuses this year. That's big. Let's deprogram from some of the stuff that we've been fed, <clears throat> oh, um, yeah. or at least learn oh, to man. question it. I, I've, been, I've been reprogramming the past year big time reprogramming because there's been so many things that uh yeah i saw that one too i was going to post it up there go ahead and finish your uh, thought but <clears throat> you know that's what we have to do we have to unlearn and that's hard sometimes because sometimes these things that we have to unlearn are really stuck to us in yes uh traditions especially um, and we one, shouldn't be afraid to think differently. It's just a think piece. One, one person said that that uh, traditions are riveted to us, mm -hmm. and the only way you can remove a rivet, you got to drill that sucker out. Yep. And remove it entirely, and then repair it from there. So John and Quest that's hard. John Quest followed on, folks. He says because Yahweh limits his power to allow us to have free will. He's asking the question, possibly. But it's possible that his will and your will work together. He will prevail. His will will prevail, but you're still allowed to swim upstream against it. Yes. For as best as you can get. We'll we'll have that discussion here in yeah. the near future because it's interesting. Um it is. And it it's just it's a different again, it's a different way of looking at things. We think of it as an either or. <laughs> it isn't. Remember, with a, a contradiction is an either or. You can exist or not exist. You can't do both at the same time, contrary to what quantum physics says. By definition, if you exist, then you exist. You can't not exist. Now, that's a contradiction. But if you, you, you can't change your way of thinking to make that work. By definition, you can't. But you have total free will and Yahweh has total free will and his will prevail. That's not a contradiction. We tend to think of it my way or his way. No, no, that's one that you can look at it differently and, and make it make sense. And we'll have that discussion here in the future, but that's, that's, that's the only way to look at scripture without scripture being broken. Cause you were made in his image. He has free will. Therefore, guess what you have to have. And I know a lot of Calvinists will tell me, well, you have free will within a certain confine. Well, then I'm not made in his image. Right. <clears throat> so you got to take the scripture for what it says or not. In other words, you're looking at that Rubik's Cube from the wrong angle. Turn and, that thing a little bit. And my favorite word has become over the last year or so, and. Or yes. Or yes. Mm -hmm. Because many times, you know, it's more than one way. Mm -hmm. Without contradicting in either without, case. Yeah, without contradiction. The world was made such that you can see a young earth or an old earth, even in science. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah, carbon-14 says it's old. No, carbon-14 dating says it's young. <laughs> what? Yes. <laughs> we'll explain that one to you one day, too. <laughs> but that's the truth. 
the guy who invented carbon 14 dating said, wait a minute, oh, yeah. this doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> he also said that you're using it the wrong way. It doesn't work that way. Exactly. <laughs> so where we're dating things saying they're old, the guy who actually invented the system we're using to date it is old says, no, it's young. And by young, he means less than 24,000 years. Yes. And you need to look at the assumptions that are used when they use carbon 14 data. And when, when you do that, then uh, be careful with the assumptions you're making, because yes. if they're not correct, then guess what? Your answer is not right. Here's part of the, Mr. Holt says, to be honest, in my youth, I never anticipated an age where everyone's point of view is supposed to be valid. Unless of course your POV is Bible based. Um, it's still not supposed to be valid, Mr. Holt. They'll tell us everybody's view is valid unless you're politically incorrect, in which case then your view isn't. You have to be tolerant means you have to accept my opinion. But as soon as I tell that person that they have to accept mine, well, all of a sudden that toleration things goes out the window, doesn't it? Um, oxymoron stuff is going on in, in our world all the time. Um, <laughs> he also says that a uh, Calvinist argument can derail a Sunday school lesson in a heartbeat. Yes, it can, especially if the people in that class have never read their Bible. Now, if they have, it's pretty easy to put Calvin back in his box because remember, they've they've modern day Calvinists have taken Calvin to to an extreme that Calvin wouldn't agree with. Um, don't forget, Spurgeon was a Calvinist of a sort. But even Spurgeon was, you know, Charles Spurgeon, the most prolific uh, scriptural writer in history, even he criticized modern day Calvinism. So, yeah, that if you don't know what we're talking about, that's predestination because you can be predestined without being predestined. What? That's a contradiction, Joe. No, that's another paradox. Paradox. Yep. Which is a doc on the right and a doc on the left. That's the era of docs. <laughs> that's a disney joke for all of you who've been on the jungle cruise all right a few minutes early we got anything else on the board comments um yes no uh oh let me post this one because i like this comment here that all John right made. reprogramming is wrestling daily yes yeah you mean Hello, like paul. israel <laughs> <laughs> yeah hello paul <laughs> i like that one um one of the other things that we are going to do, and maybe next Tuesday, we'll see. We need to have a class on how to study for yourself. I, I did this in our Sabbath study one time. Yep. How, to, how to research your scriptures for yourself on your own. We need to do a class on this here to remind us of what most of us supposedly learned in school. Remember all those research papers you had to do, term papers and stuff? That's what that was supposed to be teaching you. And now, all of a sudden, they're telling you that what we taught you in school, forget all of that. You can't trust it. Let the scientists tell you this. Anytime that you allow other people to tell you what to believe, <laughs> you're on the wrong side of right, folks. You have to do your own homework and you have to make your own decisions. The very people telling you that you can no longer do your own homework because it'll make you a conspiracy theorist are the same ones yelling, democracy, democracy. Well, I thought that's what democracy was all about. You making up your own mind. You start to realize that these people are two-faced. They speak out of both sides of their mouth. They do not mean what they say. And if people tell you that you can only look at the resources I tell you you should look at, run, yes. run away fast. Just like don't trust Joe just because Joe said it. That's I'm right. doing my best to be correct. 
but I might see things differently than you do. Yeah, because dip dip. I didn't put it up here, but this one fits in right now. He says, "I'm a I'm a true rebel. I didn't do homework in school and will not do it now." <laughs> LOL. But now this is this is the important part. But I do my own research and checking on the topics that I question. Good. That's, that's all that matters. That's good. That's, that's what we where do. we need to be. All right, I'm going to let myself out of class ten minutes early. Tomorrow's Worship Wednesday. Got no idea what we're talking about for tomorrow. Might be another day to, tomorrow like we did today, only scripturally the whole way, just with the scriptures. Um, yes. Uh, Mr. Holt, that's a good one too. I do need to put a book list on the on the on the blog page um for not only the founding fathers' writings, but other things as well. Um, I'll get that up. I'll get that up. That can be done. That can be done. Um, I'll come to y'all again in the future when I need specific help and feedback. Um, I hope, I hope nobody is, I hope nobody is hesitant to offer their opinions on here. The, the class is supposed to be friendship. We can have a difference of opinions, but I want us to be able to differ friendly. It, trust me, if things get out of line, Charlie and the AI will handle it. <laughs> Especially the AI. <laughs> She'll snipe you quick. But that's usually people who aren't part of our class. They, they're dodo cops. Um, I know there are a number of you out there that don't comment often. If you ever have a comment that you feel like making, please post it. Please. As caustic as some people think I am, the only ones that have a reason to think that I'm going to be ugly to them are the ones who come here specifically just to make trouble. I don't know how many of you have been with us this long, but when we first started early on, we had a caller by the name of Mr. Ford who'd call in and he was antagonistic toward my biblical worldview, but I was polite to him until the couple of times he'd call in and he called in just to literally just to cause trouble and be ugly. And I took firm line with him then too. I give back what I'm given. I, I pretty much will reflect the, the you know, you come at me polite and, and courteous, I'm going to stay that way too. You come at me all snarling and snarky, meet Sergeant Bakanovic. <laughs> You're going to get snarly and snark back. Most people find out I'm better at snark than they are, but, you know. Um, and if you lived with BB, my wife, you'd understand. My wife's first language is sarcasm. English is her second language. So I've had to learn to live with that. And I already was pretty snarky when I, when I met her. So I've gotten better at it, but everybody here is a friend and everybody here is welcome. As long as, you know, you make some attempt to get along with the rest of the class. <laughs> yes, Mr. Holt, Mr. Ford was a train wreck of obstinacy and willful ignorance. Yes, yes, he was. But to give grace to that gentleman, he does have, from what I understand of people who know him, he has his own struggles. And some days when he is taking his medication, he's a very decent person. I don't agree with him, but he's civil. He's polite. Other days when he's decided not to take it, and I'm not making a joke here. This gentleman has a struggle that he, he has to deal with. And I, I'll extend grace to that because there's a very good chance it means that he doesn't always have control of his faculties. And some of what happens may not be what he wills to happen. 
So I'll extend a hand of, of, of grace and possibility there. Um, I don't know. We never know the struggles that other people are struggling with. And we should extend grace to everybody because their problem may not be the same as ours, but we all have them. And that should unite us as brothers and sisters. But a lot of times we let it divide us. And I just know that there's a commandment that says that if I belong to him, I'm supposed to seek peace and be a peacemaker, especially within the body, not a divider. And it is the rule book there at Tortoise. So, yeah, you're right. I try to follow the basic instructions before leaving Earth. Doesn't always work. There is a little green amphibious monster in me. That's what Marine Corps taught us to call ourselves, little green amphibious monsters. And he still lives inside of me, and every now and then he wants to come out. And as my friend William says, start making appointments. But, you know. Joe's a lizard person. Yes, I'm a lizard person. Maybe that's why you have the snake behind you. Snake! (laughs) All right, y'all take care. We love each and every one of you. We thank you for being here. If we have done anything that you have liked today, at least hit the thumbs up button. That talks to Charlie and Natasha and I. Says, hey, you know, you're not totally useless. Um, If you find that we are valuable and you want to keep us around, we still need to find a few more of you out there to buy us a donut, box of donuts every month. One box of donuts or one cup of coffee. $5 a month is what we're looking for. Go to the donut page, also known as the donate page. Sign up for that reoccurring gift, please. We just need a few more. Um, Right now, I'm able to handle it. But, you know, if I can't get my business up and running, we're going to need y'all to foot the bill to keep us going here, man. I can't keep when I'm not making money. I can't spend money I don't have. We're okay right now. But, you know, don't rest on that. If you want to keep us around, just think about that. Got to put your money where your mouth is sometimes. Those other talking heads out there, they make money off of advertising. We depend on you, you crazy ones that actually think we're worth keeping around. Um, And we're very grateful to all of you. Um, I might start making a ticker tape that acknowledges those using initials of your screen names. That way, even then you won't be too noticeable, but you'll know that we've noticed you. Um, Because credit where credit's due. And I've always been one of those type. If you think that we can help anybody you know, Please share the show with them directly. Send them a link, especially if there's a specific show you want them to watch. Ask them to do two things for you. Give the host some time because you know, you know, explain me any way you want. Prepare them for me. I don't care. And then tell them to give the show a little time. Kind of like Rick and Bubba. They grow on you. You got to listen to them for a week or two. Then they start growing on you. And uh, I used to love that show. I come away from it. I go back to it and... I have to listen to it again for a while to get them to grow on me again. I get it. I understand. I understand. But warn people. And then in the end, it's all about what we're trying to teach, not about us. This isn't about us. So <laughs> Clay Toller, he says, I enjoy these classes for mixed nuts. Don't forget the fruits. I'm one of the fr- Well, I don't know. I might be a fruit flake and a nut. Hey, this is a class for mixed nuts and granola. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we might have to change the name of the show to the Granola Show. <laughs> California people, fruits, flakes, and nuts. Uh, shake and bake. We'll be talking about California on Friday when we're talking about natural law and logic. Say, what does natural law and logic got to do with California? Exactly. 
We'll explain. <laughs> They're going to be an object lesson on Friday. <laughs> Until tomorrow, y'all stay safe. Take care. We thank you. Love you for being here. And we love each and every one of you. If we can ever be of any service, right there. Joe at the road to concord.com. Send the email. See you tomorrow.